Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hello, Agent Power Huddle. I'm Dan Roshan. Hello, Petya. Nice to see you again. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Nice to see Fantastic. you Fantastic. <laughs> Lenora, hello. Terrell, hello. Petrina's joining us. Would love to see your beautiful faces if you uh, would like to uh, participate. And um, hello, Leonora. And again, if um, if you have uh, videos available, that would be fantastic. If not, hey, that's fine too. Petrina, hello. You just you just drive. Ah, is it seven? Oh, what is it? Uh, two and seven, I think. Two and seven. Two and seven, eyes on the road. Lenora's in her PJs. Well then, Lenora, let's make sure that we are not inappropriate and, um, you know, keep the video off. I'm in my PJs too, but you just can only see the top part of me, right? So, you know, there's that as well. So anyways, uh, welcome. My name is Dan Roshan, and today I'm going to share with you how to be able to, um, uh, to make sales without using scripts. And so uh, this is the anti-script class. So has anybody ever been in a class before where your broker or the instructor or your mentor or your coach shared with you, hey, here's a certain script for you to use? And um, and it seemed like, well, I'm not so sure about that. It seemed like that doesn't sound like me. I'm not comfortable with saying that. Has that ever occurred to anybody? All right. If that's occurred to you, then, hey, you're in the right class, because what I want to do today is is instead of teaching you scripts, I want to teach you communication. I'm going to teach you. Yes. Boring, but comforting. I want to teach you. um, I want to teach you how to be able to communicate in a way that instead of, you know, memorizing scripts, which by the way, the scripts do work. Right. But instead of, of memorizing the scripts that you would just simply memorize or learn rather in 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 ingrain like communication skills would that benefit you if you knew how to instantly create rapport with another person to connect with them would that be a um a beneficial uh tool for you to have okay so let's talk about uh before we jump into that in autumn how long we have until 11 30 is that right or 11 30 eastern yes yes all right thank you autumn autumn you're awesome for all your arranging and stuff. Uh, all right. So let me ask you, and feel free to type in if you're not uh, visible on the screen, uh, what is communication? So we're going to talk about how to instantaneously connect and communicate effectively. What is communication? So what do you ladies think? And Tara, what what is communication? Who has an idea?
Who's ever been to a class on communication? Leonora, go ahead. Mm, I think it's uh, the art of expressing an idea and uh, make it understand it. I don't know, something like that. The art of expressing idea, making it uh, understood, being able to understood. connect. Uh huh. Okay. Being uh, Terrell says uh, being um, uh, able to connect. Um, here's my definition of communication, and this definition of communication may confront you. Being uh, and being able to explain. Let me share with you my definition of communication, and, and again, this may confront you. Yet, if when you're when you accept this definition in of itself, it will improve your communication skill 100 fold. Communication is the response that you get. Communication is the response that you get. Now. Who has the responsibility given that definition in the in the relationship in the communication? I do. You do. That makes sense to you? So simply understanding the definition of communication will increase your communication skills 100 times because now that you understand that communication is the response that you get, you no longer can ever in the rest of your life go into a situation where you're getting a response or a reaction that you don't like and call that person an a-hole. Okay. <laughs> or a doo-doo head. <laughs> okay. So you no longer can do that. You no longer can place blame on the other party. Because whatever you say or whatever you communicate, the response that you get is what you conveyed. So now if the response that you get is not what you want, then when you take ultimate responsibility of who you're choosing to be and what you're choosing to do, now you can choose to be somebody different and do something different so that you can intend to get a different response. Now that the ultimate responsibility rests on your shoulders, when you get a response that you don't like, instead of, again, looking externally, like, well, the dude wasn't even listening to me, now you're going to look internally. And now instead of you know looking externally, you're going to ask the question, well, I meant to convey this, and this is what was conveyed back to me, and we're completely missing the mark. So if that's the case, what can I do in this instance to, to rectify that and in future instances to avoid it altogether? And so now you'll start to figure out different ways of conveying your message, different ways of communicating. That is the def, you know, that is what we're defining here. What are you guys' thoughts on that, on the definition of communication before we move forward, on the meaning of commu communication? How does that resonate with you? Katrina gives us a thumbs up. Yeah, it works. It works. All right. Brina, welcome. Thank you for joining us. All right. So if that's what communication is. Now, let me give you a three-step process to be able to um, instantaneously connect with another human being. So let's talk first about who we are as human beings. So. 
as a person, when you look at me, you're looking at like, hey, that looks like Dan. Maybe we've met before. Maybe we haven't met before. If we met before, maybe you're like, yeah, it looks like Dan, uh, except his beard's a little scraggly today. Right. Last time I saw him, he was all sharp. Right. Whatever. Who cares? Hey, hey, whatever. All right. But either way, you're looking at this right here as the representation of who I am. But this right here is just a capsule that embodies who I am. And so if you understand that we are spiritual beings manifested in a human condition, then we start to, again, have the root to, to really understand communication again at a deeper level as we're going to go through here. And so when we understand to say, well, wait a second, if we are spiritual beings, then and if we want to improve our communication, then how do we improve our communication in a way that really, truly resonates with ourselves? Brian, welcome. How are you? What part of Delaware are you from, Brian? I'm in uh, Lewis Rehoboth area, southern Got coast. It. Love it. My favorite beach. My favorite beach. I'm a I'm an old Eastern Shore, Maryland boy back in the day. Okay. All that's, right. where I, that's where I grew up. Uh, so anyways, um, now I'm a Northern Virginia boy, I guess. Um, so anyways, um, so we understand that we're spiritual beings manifested in a human condition. Now, when we're communicating, it's about, uh, it's about that connection of us, of our spirits. All right. So let me give you the three-step communication model. We call this the CPI communication model. CPI is the name of the company I own, the coaching company I own, consistent, predictable income for real estate agents. And so the CPI coaching model is these three things. Number one, be in rapport. Number two, ask adept questions. Number three, actively listen. So if that's the three steps, then let's break each one of those down. So what is rapport? So let me ask you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what is rapport? Quick question. Are you loving this podcast? We record it live Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific on Zoom. Want to join us live? Go to agentpowerhuddle.com. Next month, we're changing the format to only release two podcast episodes per week. So if you still want the replays of the daily version, you'll need to start going to our website, agentpowerhuddle.com to hear every episode. All right, back to the show. That's the connection between us that we try R to make. Rapport is the connectivity. Rapport is a connection. Now, what many people ask when I say rapport is they give me answers. Or I'm sorry. What many people answer when I say what is rapport is they give me answers such as rapport is a feeling. Rapport is a likability, is a likeness. Rapport is, um, you know, something that's really a result of rapport. But what rapport is, 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 is when the energies it's, it's, it's when the, the spirits are connecting with each other. So now if we understand that that's rapport. Now, how do you know when you're in rapport? When you are getting the answers that you like. Okay. I like that answer. Who else has an answer? How do you know when you're in rapport?
You know when you're in rapport is when you can feel it. When you can physically feel it. Okay, so you know that you're connected with another person when you can physically feel it. So let's talk about that connection here for a second. When two people walk into a ballroom, let's say they're professional dancers, they know how to dance, but they never danced with each other before ever again. And they come into a ballroom and the music starts playing and they start to, to dance together. And one partner puts her, her left shoulder in while the other partner takes his right shoulder out. And they, they, they move in unison, but they never touch. They never connect with each other physically. But they're connected energetically. Okay, can you guys imagine that right now? Yeah, harmony. That's right, Katrina, harmony. So if you could imagine that connection, that harmonious connection, and if you can, can imagine those two people dancing in sync, in sync with each other, that's a display of rapport. Now, think about a time in your life when you were in rapport with another person and you felt it, like you physically felt that connection. Can you think of that? Like, has there been a time? I'm sure there has been. Does that time? Definitely. You, definitely, says Leonora. Fantastic. So if you could think of a time in your life that I felt that connection, that's a display of rapport. So now that we understand what rapport is, and oh, by the way, thinking about this energy, go back to those dancers. Can one person move the other energetically without touching? In that dancing analogy, without touching, if we're in sync, if we're in sync with each other, and if you and I were dancing, yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now if you can you can visualize that, then you can also understand that when you're communicating in sales, you can also move another. You can also guide another. Okay, so I want to give you these examples so that you can understand and then relate this to your sales process. So number one of the CPI communication model is to be in rapport. Number two in the CPI communication model is to ask adept questions. Has anybody ever seen, um, oh shoot, um, I'm blanking on the movie. I, there's a scene in the movie. I don't want to describe it to you because it's sort of obscene. Um, the movie where he says, sell me this pen. Does, does that ring a bell to anybody? Oh, bell Wolf of Wall Street. Thank you. Wolf of Wall Street. Right. Do you, all right. So, so now, you know, why I don't want to describe the scenes from the movie. OK, so Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, the gentleman says, sell me this pen. Now, what's the answer? that he's looking for to that question. When he says, sell me this pen, what a skilled salesperson would do would be what? They would ask him questions. Okay, right. so what a, what a skilled salesperson would say is, so have you been looking for a pen? Is it if you've been looking for a pen, are you looking to sign autographs for a book that you wrote or are you looking to um, uh, just to take random notes or what's the use of you know what you're going to what are you going to use that pen for? So 
a skilled salesperson is going to ask a dev question so that they can understand how to handle and what to handle. Because if you say, sell me this pen, and I start talking to you about the features and benefits, but all I'm looking for is a cheap pen to throw in my, you know, my glove box so that I have something that, um, you know, is just available for me. And you're trying to sell me this $25, really fancy, dancy pen. You're going to miss the mark. So step one is to be in rapport. Step two is to ask adept questions. So as you ask the adept questions, you're able to then identify what is it that their needs are? What is it that their desires are? And you're also able to control the conversation in a way that you can guide them to a certain direction. So just like being able to be use your rapport to, to dance, you can also use your questions to dance, or rather to guide. I had an agent that worked for me once upon a time for a short period of time. And this guy used to think he could talk anybody into anything. Well, let me tell you, if you ever meet a salesperson that tells you that they could talk anybody into any, anything, and if you're hiring an agent, don't. Because that's the opposite of what a great salesperson does. What a great salesperson does is they don't talk you into it. A great salesperson guides you so that you understand what the results are and guides you so that you can make, you know, so that they can guide the conversation. How do they guide you? They guide you through asking adept questions. So that's step two of the CPI model. Step three of the CPI model, actively listen. So now that we're in rapport, we're asking adept questions and now we're actively listening. What are we actively listening for and to? Their uh, needs and pain points. Needs and pain points, okay. Leonora? Well, their desires. Their desires. Motivation. Motivation, Terrell says key words. I agree with all those answers, yet the answer that I'm looking for is much deeper. So when you're actively listening, consider this. Actively listen to their energy. So we go back to that step one is rapport is a connectivity of energy. Now, when we're asking them depth questions to identify what is their motivation, what are their needs, what are their goals, et cetera, so now when we go through all those steps, now we actually listen to their energy. Because if it's just the words, guess what? You're getting it 7% right. Because communication is 7% words and 93% energy. That's the tonality, the inflection, the body posture, the, uh, the volume the rate of speed, the pace, and just the energy that they're exerting. So you go back into that ballroom dancing again. Partner A comes in, partner B comes in. But partner B just had to put down her dog. Do you think that partner A can sense that energy? 
So now if partner A approaches this dance in a way that's, you know, upbeat and in, 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 in a way that's like high energy, are they going to be connected? They're not going to be connected because partner A isn't paying attention to partner B. Partner B's energy is, is so low right now and sad and, 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 and upset. And when you can then actively listen to the other person, you'll be in a position to be able to make more sales. All right. So I explained to you so far what is communication. And then I went into the CPI communication model. I gave you three steps in that. Be in rapport, ask adept questions, actively listen. I want to move on uh, briefly because we only have seven minutes left and, and I'll go through about four minutes of this and then we'll go through some ahas. And I want to give you some um, some quick sort of tricks uh, to be able to make this stuff happen quicker. So we talked about that actively listening. We talked about the rapport. So how can you get in rapport most quickly? You could, again, as you're paying attention to the other people, you could repeat back the last few words of what they say. Throughout this conversation, for the most part, and I just realized that I've been doing it, I just do it naturally. It's just my language. Every time that one of you have answered, I've repeated back exactly the words that you've shared. Now, I haven't done that intentionally because it's that the class that I'm teaching. I know that I've done that just because that's the way I communicate. Okay, in any communication, I'm, it's, it's uh, the way that I communicate is, I'm going to pick up on your last few words. I'm going to repeat them back to you. And then most likely you're going to carry on the conversation if we were in a conversation. So we use that in a sales process with using the adept questions. So let's uh, let's pretend like we're in a uh, in a buyer console. Who wants to who wants to role play with me real quick? We'll just do a real quick role play. I'll go. All right. So I just got your name and number from my uh, from a Facebook lead that, that I'm advertising. Hey, Brian, this is Dan. Roshan, I see you're online looking at uh, homes for sale. Are you in the market to buy a home? Um, well, just starting to look around. Mm, just starting to look around, huh? Yeah, we're uh, you know I we're going to move sometime, but I don't know when. Mm, don't know when. Well, have you seen anything online that you like? Oh yeah, there's lots of things. Sure, mm, lots of things, huh? What types of things have you seen? Uh, well, I've just seen some really nice waterfront properties. Okay. So if you notice the energy in that, at the very, very beginning, Brian and I were relatively connected. And I just simply repeated back the words. Then there was a disconnect that last time I did that. The pause was too long. That's on me, not Brian, of course, because I'm the I'm the one that's that's the agent, right? So when you're repeating back the words, you've got to make sure that you're paying attention to the energy to not let that awkward pause happen like just happened. So that's actually that's actually a good demonstration, that little last piece of what not to do. If I was actually in rapport with Brian a little bit more effectively, I could continue that conversation on. Now, let me give you guys a little hack on buyer leads, by the way, in that scenario that I just gave you. 90 percent or more of the time on that entry point of, hey, it's Dan Roshan. I see you were searching for homes online. Are you in the market to buy a home? You're going to get a no. That no is not an objection. That no is a smokescreen. So what you have to understand is the difference between an objection and a smokescreen. So here's how to get past that smokescreen. 
Now, Brian was kind to me, so he didn't give me a smoke screen, but most likely you're going to get that smoke screen. Now I'm just looking online, whatever it may be. Here's how to get past that smoke screen. You ask the following question, which is, if you could buy a home right now, Brian, would you? Now, what comes next is the objection. So now you have a true objection. Now you can handle it. So whatever comes next is the objection. So that may be like, yeah, I'm in this, I'm, but I'm in this lease. Uh, yeah, but I haven't talked my girlfriend into doing it yet. Yeah, but my credit sucks. Whatever the case may be, now you at least very now you at least know what the situation is, and now you could choose of how to handle it. Does that make sense to you guys? Mm -hmm. So, if you could buy right now, would you? That uncovers the objection. All right. Um, let's see if I got time for one more. So. When you uncover the objection in that way, now you have the objection. I got to go through this really, really quickly. A three-step way to handle the objection, which is repeat and affirm, isolate the objection, handle it. Brian, give me an objection. Um, if you could buy right now, would you? Um, yeah, but I need to sell my house first. Ah, uh, you got to sell your house first. Well, I mean, you're smart for making sure that you sell your house first. Look, repeat, affirm. Sell your house first. You're smart. That's all that is. Repeat, affirm. I'm curious. Now I'm going to isolate. I'm curious, Brian. Is there anything besides selling your house first that would cause you to not sell now? Or excuse me, to not buy now? No, not not really. I just need to uh, get the equity out of my house to buy the new house. You got, need to get the equity out of your house to buy the new house, huh? Repeat. Now I handle it. Now that's the easiest. That's the best freaking objection ever that you can that you can uh, that you could ever handle, right? Because now your objection handler is, let's change this to a listening conversation. Okay, so that's a, that's an easy objection right there. That's a great objection. I wish I always had that objection. Okay, but maybe maybe it was my credit's not great. Well, I know of a lender who specializes in people with less than perfect credit. He's got the best rates in terms in the business. I wouldn't mind doing this. I wouldn't mind making a connection with him because with you, because what I can tell you is if anybody can get you a loan today, it's him. Would that be something valuable to you? Right. And so this is the third part of that. Repeat, affirm, isolate, handle. Why do you want to isolate? You want to isolate because you don't want to get hit in the, in the head with, a, you know, with a, another objection. All right. One minute left. What else do you guys have? That went fast. That's the one I'd like. <laughs> what else do you have? It was awesome. I liked uh, your um, comparison with the couple dancing. Ah, good, 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 good. So the comparison of using that as communication. What what other ahas do you have? I like the whole uh, energy reference because I don't think people get that energy is really the basis. You know, so yeah, people do and say things because they think it gets a reaction, but they don't know what they're really going after, which you're right, is, is basically the energy. That's kind of what makes the world go around. Yeah. we all know that. Right. But we just seldom do we pay attention to it. Right. So we're just like about whatever, whatever. Well, we got time for one last aha. Who has the last aha? Say the best for that. 
Uh, all right. Well, I hope that I provided value for you guys today. Listen, I want you to have the best day of your life. I want you to go and um, find a listing now. I want you to help somebody. I want you to be grateful. And if you're interested, I'm hosting a five day, um, five days to no broke listing class in March. It's a free class, five days. I'm going to show you the exact step to take listings in today's market. These are the steps that I've used to take 79 listings in the last 12 months. You could do the same. And um, I'm going to ask for you to visit www.5daylistingchallenge.com. That's the number five daylistingchallenge.com. And also, I'll share with you today, I'll share it with Autumn, and hopefully, Autumn, you can share it with everybody. I'll share with you a, um, a 17 different ways to get a listing today without paying a dollar. Would that be something that would be valuable for you, for you guys to see and uh, and have as a resource? Of course. All right. I'll share that with Autumn here in a few minutes. www.5daylistingchallenge.com and uh, to your success. I'll see you guys. Have the best day of your life. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.